0: here it is the most listened to radio show on the planet
1: even the other stations are tuned in too hi this is austin weber from cincy bros coasters 365 and you're listening to the coaster challenge podcast
2: hi this is jeremy from buckeye coasters and you're listening to the coaster challenge
1: podcast Hi, I'm Jacopo. I'm the Frills United Coaster Representative from Rome, Italy, and you are listening to the Coaster Challenge podcast.
3: Hey kids, this is Ian from Theme
4: Park Stop. You're listening to the Coaster Challenge podcast. Enjoy, the United States is awesome.
1: Do you accept
2: the Coaster Challenge? Did I accept the Coaster Challenge. Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? Coaster Challenge Podcast is here. It's time to face your fears. Get that theme park therapy and let us go through your ears. Coaster Challenge Podcast is here. Your fear can disappear. We know that theme park therapy can drive all your tears. Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? Yes, I accept the Coaster Challenge.
0: Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? We accept because you know we're not average. You're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. A journey where people become fearful to fearless all from riding roller coasters. So please secure your hats and glasses and keep your hands and arms inside the podcast. It's time to accept the coaster challenge with your host, David Cantu and Jenna Giselle. Hey, how's it going, Jenna?
3: Great, how's it going, Dave?
0: It's going good, going good. Happy June 24th. Oh my God, we're around the corner. We're approaching the end, it's the end of June. Wow, can't get over. It's just been one heck of a month, hasn't it?
3: Yeah, it has. I'm looking forward to our pool party in the, for the 4th.
0: Yeah, always look forward to the Fourth of July. Fourth of July, we do. Uh, we also do a fireworks thing as well here at our house. Our whole family gets together. We see it at the fire. We live near the mountains, so they give off this really awesome fireworks show every Fourth of July, and we get a front row seat of it. So we just pull out our lawn chairs, pull out some food, and just put on some music and just enjoy the fireworks.
3: Right, and you guys got the
1: perfect view too.
0: Oh yes, we got a great view from our driveway. We don't even have to leave. <laughs> we don't have to leave our driveway. We can just basically front lawn just sit there and just have like a little picnic and enjoy the fireworks it's a lot of fun i really enjoy it every year so but i do look forward to your pool parties too i know so much work goes into that though (laughs) oh i just love when you guys barbecue carne asada and you do pasta salad and you guys cook hamburgers and hot dogs and and then all the fun things people do in the swimming pool and all the funny jumps and dives they do it's just hilarious
3: and hopefully jd doesn't bottom out in the pool again again yeah
0: exactly (laughs) well guys i hope you guys have good plans for this year's fourth of july hope you guys plan to celebrate it safely especially areas that do fireworks you know make sure to stay safe out there when you're lighting fireworks, eat a lot of good food out there, to fire up those grills, and I would love, if anybody out there is cooking anything fun, feel free to share what you're cooking on the 4th of July, tag us at the Coaster Challenge Podcast, we'd love to see what you guys are cooking up there this 4th of July, I think it'll be really fun to see. Yep. But anyway guys, we got a very special guest lined up, Andrew's got a very special friend of his, his na- name is Taton. and Taton is a young coaster enthusiast based in Tampa, Florida, really awesome for him to come on the podcast, and Andrew and him have a really awesome interview coming up but first we are going to do our lovely segment called the YouTube highlight clip of the the week week. it's
1: the YouTube highlight clip of the week the YouTube highlight clip of the week Mm -hmm. it's a video that stands out because it's unique Mm -hmm. it's the YouTube highlight clip of the week
0: All right, so in this week's YouTube highlight clip of the week, we just happened to be stumbled upon a very interesting YouTube video that I think it would be something fun to share with all of you guys here today. Now you know our mission here at the Coaster Challenge podcast is helping people to overcome their fears, not just on roller coasters, but fear in general, because roller coasters are really the instrument that helps people be able to conquer their fears to be able to live a better life. We ended up finding out this video, this is a story. that happened many years ago that a college professor decided to test his college students and his psychology class about overcoming their fears and these college students actually signed up for this. These are people that were so afraid to get on a roller coaster that they actually decided to use roller coasters as an experiment to be able to help conquer their fears and what a good place to go test it out but they actually did this over at Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. So take a listen.
3: For these students, there is nothing amusing about this Ohio amusement park. It's okay. It's okay. They're not here for the fun. They're here in the roller coaster capital of the world to face and hopefully overcome their biggest fear. So how are you feeling? I am feeling nervous standing here. Will they find the courage to buckle up and ride or beg to get off?
1: But how many of you, when you ride a roller coaster or are thinking about riding a roller coaster, get at least a little bit of fear or some anxiety?
3: Believe it or not, these terrified students signed up for this. They're human guinea pigs in abnormal psychology class.
1: Which brings us to what the Face Your Fear project is all about.
3: In this unique Face Your Fear project, Professor Kevin Meyer, teaches his students to overcome general anxiety and phobias through immersion and exposure therapy. Everyone's going to
1: get something out of this.
3: The class, including Lexi, Zach, and Mary, will have learned to overcome their own mental corkscrew.
1: We're dealing with roller coasters, that's true. But the techniques they're going to learn in this class are generalizable to all sorts of anxieties, all sorts of fears.
3: Nearly 40 million adults in this country suffer from some form of an anxiety disorder, from social anxiety and panic disorder to the more extreme form, phobias. And many of these different anxieties can be treated and even cured using a common approach.
1: We teach people Um, how to relax, how to relax their bodies so that they can learn to control their emotions and become more mindful of what they're thinking um, and what they're feeling.
3: And so, chances are, if you're afraid of something, there may now be a class designed to help you overcome it. Paralyzed by icy roads? Take this Bridgestone Winter Driving School in Colorado.
1: No brakes. No No brakes.
3: or afraid to fly? Oh my God, you guys, oh my God. Take a class in fearless flying from a retired Air Force pilot. It wasn't as bad as I guess I thought. I think maybe this is my first time flying, so just getting over that hurdle. Back in Ohio, to get a baseline read on the level of fear amongst Professor Myers' students, we brought a few to Cedar Point eight weeks early. Lexi Boucher is touring the safety feature of the 93 mile per hour Millennium Force. Are those like mechanically come down or do they push
1: them down? They cannot release until we give the train power from underneath.
3: I see younger kids who are happy to go on this and I'm 21 and afraid and it's almost like embarrassing. She says she's hoping that in eight weeks, not only will she be able to ride, but to be able to conquer her everyday anxieties. I hate to go anywhere with a crowd. Mary Tout knows exactly how Lexi feels. Her goal, to not overthink a ride on Top Thrill Dragster. I honestly don't think I can ride that. She's skeptical anything she learns in class will be enough to erase her fear. As I'm standing here right now, I actually feel sick to my stomach. Um, it's terrifying to say the least so I guess my goal is to at least get Farther in line, let alone ride it. Six foot six Zach Irwin has never ridden a roller coaster because he is so consumed with the idea that he might fall out.
2: It's a very intense fear, whether it's
1: rational or not.
3: But he's hoping he'll be able to join Lexi on the Millennium Force in just seven weeks.
1: Taking a deep breath is extremely important. The
3: only in preparation for the big day, Professor Meyer out. teaches his class a series of techniques.
1: Step one is learning how to breathe. Try to breathe in slowly to a count of five.
3: Breathe and focus on the present. Write a letter from your future self telling you what it felt like to succeed. Rethink how you think by watching point of view videos.
1: Gives their brain another option.
3: Professor Myers says it takes mindful practice to make them work. I came back to my room later and did the breathing exercises and I came out of it really relaxed. Eight weeks later, Lexi is seeing noticeable change. I think the breathing exercises that we've been doing have actually been working more than I thought. Um, they're finally kind of slowing my thoughts down. Zach has newfound determination.
0: It's kind of, you know, go big or go home at this point.
3: But Mary is still wracked with apprehension.
1: So how are you feeling? i um, a little sick to my stomach right now. Take some deep breaths, say your mantras.
0: Distract
1: yourself.
3: It is going to be fun. You're terrified, Zach. Are you okay? <laughs>
0: I'm good. We'll, we'll power through. All right, hosts, we'll be around momentarily to check your seats. Please stand clear in the gates. are now closing.
3: Finally, the moment of truth. <laughs> feel right now? Yeah, so proud. <laughs> proud?
1: I just, yeah. Just looking at it. Looking at it, it's worse than being on it, I think. Oh.
3: <laughs> and Mary, she trades her tears for cheers. How do you feel? I'm so happy it's over with. I actually had fun. What does it mean that you conquered this fear? It just means that I, like, overcame something that was anxious for me. And, Able to just push through it and know that I was confident enough to do it. Confidence they hope will follow them for the rest of their lives. Now that I can do this, I can do anything else. Good for you! Thank you. Well done! For Nightline, I'm Lindsay Janice in Sandusky, Ohio. We have Andrew standing by with Tate take it away, Andrew.
4: Thank you, David and Jenna. This is Andrew, one of the executive producers of the Coaster Challenge podcast. I've got a special guest here today. I've got a friend of mine here in Florida, fellow ACE member. Welcome to the podcast, Tate Land. Hey, you how are you doing?
2: Good, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm uh, super excited to get on this podcast with you.
4: Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to talking to you. Absolutely. Thanks for joining. So uh, actually, to start off. Um, I already know you, but for the help of our uh, audience here, just go ahead and tell us about yourself, about your love of theme parks and coasters.
2: Yeah, so I'm Taton. Uh, I'm 17, currently a junior in high school, and a little bit about me. I love going to theme parks. Anytime in my off time, get off of work early, you know, I'll head up the road to my home park, which is Busch Gardens, Tampa. It's only about 30 minutes from me, and it has the amazing new coaster, Iron Gwazi, which in my opinion, is the best coaster in the world, no doubt to me. I also play uh, baseball for my high school, which is really fun. It uh, keeps me going, keeps me uh, getting up every day, and gives me something to look forward to. Nice.
4: That's awesome. Yeah, you keep pretty busy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Keep really busy with both of those things. And we'll be talking about your uh, new number one, certainly later (laughs) on. The interview. We'll have some fun talking about that, reflecting on that. But thanks for introducing yourself. Before we get to your number one, let's talk about your kind of other number one, i.e., your number one credit. Your first credit if you will the first coaster you rode do you remember what coaster that was
2: yeah so it was actually the barnstormer i believe yeah it was the barnstormer at disney i feel like that's a lot of kids first coaster yeah but uh we were just at the park and it was a super busy day and they had no wait so my mom just kind of forced me on it she's like i'll buy you a churro or something after and i was like okay okay sounds good and just after (laughs) that really i kind of just fell in love with roller coasters how old were you uh i want to say like Five or six. Five or six. Okay. So let's jump from the barnstormer. You said that you really got into coasters after that. How many coasters have you been on? What's your credit count at this point? So it's actually kind of weird. I'm kind of like one of the one of the I guess I would say weird coaster enthusiasts because I don't really know how many credits I have. on it I know it's over a hundred, but right. I honestly lost track, and it's a lot of work to kind of figure that out. I think I'm in like the one fifty area. I don't have I don't have too many. I don't have too little. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I know a few
4: enthusiasts that they don't bother to count. They're just out there having fun, enjoy the coasters. They remember all the. The major ones they've been on. Mm-hmm. I know you've been counting something else, and we'll talk about oh, that yeah. <laughs> later. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. No problem. All right. So, of all the 150 or so coasters you've been on, mm-hmm. which one, at least before you got on it, kind of the anticipation, which one scared you the most, or you know, intimidated you the most?
2: Honestly, I want to say this was about four years ago. Uh, <laughs> me and my uncle. My uncle lived in California at the time. We went to Six Flags Magic Mountain X two. I don't know. There was just something about <laughs> it. I don't know if it was because the seats twist or just really wasn't the hugest coaster enthusiast at that, that time. Right. Something just about it just kind of just scared me and I got on it and I loved it. But for that, I was kind of, not shaking, but I was like kind of scared.
4: X2 is one of the most common answers given the nature of it. The hour 40, it's a very aggressive design. It's very unique, just very intense. So yeah, you
2: really I, don't know what to expect yeah. too because you don't know where the seats are going to go on your first time and they just kind of rotate in weird ways.
4: Yeah, the rotation's crazy. Just the how it perfectly just rotates you to base right down. When you're going down that first drop, it's just, it's crazy. It's its a wild ride. I, I wish that the what ifs kind of scenario, if Arrow had not gone out of business and they continued mm. making those. Yeah. I mean, technically, short. Yeah. I mean, SNS did make, an, uh, they made a Janaika and they made Donaconda, but yeah. They didn't really change the design and similar. I've been on all three. They're all great rides. And granted, if what I just described happened, then we might not have RMC or not in the form that yeah. we have it because Alan wouldn't have joined RMC, which would have been, you know, well, that goes to your favorite one. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yeah, no, thanks for sharing that. You were very intimidated getting on X2. How did you feel when you got off of it?
2: It felt really good. Kind of like, what is it? I know Thrills United does it. It's like conquer your fears or something. And it just felt nice to finally, you know, get over that fear and get off it and I just went back in line. I was like, man, I got to do this again.
4: Yeah. So what happens is, and and again, we our mission is very much in parallel to Coaster Kids and Thrills United. In fact, Mm -hmm. we've done uh, a lot of partnership with them, even in our first season. We had a whole month of Thrills United episodes, Logan, Mm -hmm. uh, Hunter- uh Skyler you know several four basically four of the people from thrills united actually the other person we had, I don't know how many of the thrills united guys you know because again they're around the same age but uh Jacopo was the other interview we did he's from Italy he's the the mm. only person we've interviewed that w- lives outside this country it's from yeah it's a pretty cool interview that I did with him yeah I mean there we have very similar missions about facing your fears and and, and living yeah. a better life when you when you have that really intimidating coaster ride like that you get on it generally you enjoy it the adrenaline the endorphins So you've got that positivity, but on top of that, you have that sense of accomplishment and that yeah. great feeling that, Hey, I conquered my fears and you know, I, I survived. And so, yeah, so that's awesome. And I'm not surprised you got back in line. So that's really cool. Given that you identified that as being the coaster that scared you the most. And again, totally understanding. How would you say beyond just having fun and being really positive about things afterwards? How would you say that, that conquering that fear, the, the coaster that scared you the most impacted your life?
2: Yeah. It kind of just was like, I knew that like everything, I've, like it's, I'm going to be fine after that. You know, it's just a fear in the back of my head. Like, Hey, this could happen, but I know it's not going to happen. So it's kind of like now I can use that in the real world. Hey, if I'm scared to do something, just think about that time. Hey, I was fine after, you know, and I wanted to do it again. So there's something in the real world, like maybe it's driving a car for the first time or something simple, you know, you're going to be okay. Just face it. And then who knows, you could love it. Like I did with X2 and you could just keep on and just doing it on it again. And you never know until you face it. Right.
4: So in other words, what X2 helped teach you is that when you're afraid of something, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go that way. It's sort of like that anxiety yeah. makes us think of the worst possible outcome. And yes, sometimes that outcome can happen. Sometimes. But oftentimes it doesn't. Is for that sure. where you're getting at? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, yes. for sure. Okay, that totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. Going beyond just that conquering moment for you with X2, how would you say in general coasters and theme parks have had a positive impact on your life? So
2: yeah, I've, I've met a lot of great people from theme parks. There's so many to count, I can't even think now. I remember before... I was like, shy, which is surprising. I was shy. I didn't really want to like meet new people. And now I'm like, Hey, I, if you ever see me at the park, I'd love to meet you and all that. It right, also, it's right. just like, it's made me happier, you know, going to theme parks is what I love doing. So whenever I'm there, I'm at my happiest, you know?
4: Yeah. And that, that's something we see again and again, it's, you know, theme parks are that theme park therapy where, you know, you could have had a bad day, a stressful day. Like for example, you know, before we started talking today, again, baseball, when your passions, you We uh, were, you know, had baseball here today before we started the interview and you said it didn't go so great. Now, granted, it's it's very late right now, you don't have the option. You could have, if the game was earlier, it was a game or practice, by the way. It was a practice. It was a game. It was a game. Okay. If the game was an earlier game, you could have, you know, had a rough day, but you could have gone to a park afterwards. Yeah, Kind of brushed it off. Have you done
2: that before, by the way? Yeah, like sometimes like we'll have a super busy day at work, then I'll go home and then just go to a theme park. Right. Take the stress off. Exactly. Exactly. That's what theme park therapy is all about. But the
4: other thing you mentioned, which again, I've seen it again again and I've certainly experienced this myself is sort of the the social transformation I was never a full-on introvert I certainly have become more extroverted more kind of social and more outgoing because of my love of parks and all the people I've met it's just it's it's a really cool thing because it's not like the coasters directly teach us to be more extroverted yeah I think what it is is we're having all this positive energy going on the endorphins the adrenaline we're sharing that with other people we meet or people our friends are already friends with and we're hanging out at the parks with and just sharing all that positive energy together and that excitement it just encourages us to be our best the best people that we can be and part of that is being social humans are social so yeah i've seen that before with other people and i think it's a great thing so that's awesome speaking of positivity with parks i know that you've been doing some volunteer work at your home park at bush gardens tampa talk to me like about what you've been doing there how you got involved with that at you know pretty young age
2: so yeah i help run one of the main facebook groups like past member groups for bush gardens honestly i got into that i would probably say we're going on almost two years now since they a little bit before they reopened from covid and i was 15 at that time maybe 16 so i was super young and it's really wow. it's been great for me because i've gotten to network my way into knowing a lot of people i know the park president i got to know Andrew Schaefer, Director of Design and Engineering. Just got to know a lot of people. And it's always great because almost every time I go there, I meet someone new from the group. And I love connecting with them. And it's taught me a lot of responsibilities and it gives me a lot of experience that you can't really I don't not saying you can't get, but it, it gives a different type of experience you might not get in the real world sometimes. Right. But yeah, and it helps me build my relationships that I because say I want to work at Busch Gardens. I already know some people and all that. Right. Absolutely.
4: Yeah, you mentioned, for example, Park President Neil Thurman, who I've met as well. Yeah. Uh, David, who you met earlier, our founder of Coaster Challenger, other executive producer uh you know he's based in in uh, burbank in la mm. and you probably know neil before he came to bush gardens he was, was at magic was president for a number of years at magic mountain yeah and david and amber are friends they've met up several times and he's a really good guy and i think he's you know, he did a lot of good things for magic mountain he really mm. any of the areas you know the new rides he put in while he was there coasters and so forth any area that they put new coasters into and new rides in they spruced up and really improved the theming in that yeah. area and kind of fluffed up the park. And I think, uh, you know, he's probably to, to do that as well at Busch Gardens in Tampa. Oh, yeah. He's so doing that's it right now.
2: They're, they're repainting the whole front area. I know nice. they've repainted the uh, Moroccan theater. They repainted a bunch of Pantopia. They just recently repainted Montu, which, in my opinion, looks great. And just they're just doing a whole bunch of touch-ups, which is making the park look amazing. Some
4: of these people, that, you know, they get so crazy about just, like, you know, what your rankings are. Uh, about this painting and stuff. I mean, yeah, some of the painting is a little bit odd, but overall, it's great to see these coasters just so bright and vivid and still live again. It's like they're rejuvenated. You know, it's just nice to see it. And it also uh, is good from a like,
2: parks yeah. point because it gets them, it gets them talking about the coaster, and it's like free marketing basically. Yep. you're talking about it, and people are gonna come look at it, and then they're gonna ride it. It's like, hey, did
4: you see that crazy new paint scheme or how bright the, you know, the track is? It's like a brandy ride, and people talk. Like you said, people talk about it. Absolutely. The the Facebook group. So you're one of like the admins on there. Yeah. Yeah, that's really impressive because you said you got involved like at 15 years old. I've not—I don't think I've heard of someone that young being an admin of a Facebook group. That's really cool, and like you said, it taught you responsibility. That's really awesome. Speaking of volunteering, having responsibility—more near and dear to me because I, I, I'm not a member of that that group. I, I I just have so many groups. I'm already a member of on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I do go to Bush Gardens certainly, but something that I'm more involved with, more directly—you know—with ACE. You and I are both ACE members, I want to congratulate you just literally today that they were recording. It was announced by Michael Christopher, uh, another good friend of mine, awesome guy, the uh, Florida ACE rep, and he does such a great job. I love what he does with the ACE He's here amazing. In Florida. Amazing guy, awesome guy. He announced officially that you are now his assistant rep for ace here in florida isn't that right
2: correct and that that's, that's been, awesome that's been in the works for a little while because since i'm under 18 we were trying to figure out hey can i do this or do we need to wait till i'm 18 but it's nice oh, that it worked out
4: gotcha i was wondering because as you mentioned it's been in the works for a while i do a lot of ace events and i've been noticing our media events and so forth representing coaster challenge and michael will be there representing ace and i noticed you were with him a lot like icebreaker and other things. And I'm like, what's going on? I wonder, you know, is he kind of helping him out? And, you know, I figured it was cool and all on the up and up. But here we are now, it's official. So that's great. and And I know that he, and he's got other people helping him. I know he could use the help from talking mm-hmm. to him. So I'm glad that he has you to, so I bet you're really excited about that, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm super excited. So you and I have both have been on Iron Guazi. I know it's your new number one, as you mentioned earlier. And the Night rides on Gwazi, Iron Gwazi, are amazing. So good. Oh, there's, you know, seeing there's that goes for warm-up. Yeah, so good because the, there is some lighting, but there's not a lot. And I, I think especially in the uh, barrel roll, down drop, or whatever one calls it, the, the death roll, it's so yeah. tight in there. And at night, it's pretty dark and it just yeah. feels so intense going in there so yeah it's such a when that ride warms up it's just amazing so yeah i've gotten a few night rides on it so is i'm guessing is iron quasi the coaster you've ridden the most definitely okay yeah most likely yeah i would think so well what would be the one that would be the number two you think the most ridden?
2: so this is actually kind of funny it's not one that many people would expect but it's actually tigris i think i'm at 115 rides on that
4: Oh, wow. Now, is Tigris yeah. your second favorite in the park?
2: Uh, no. So uh, why- I have to give that to Montu.
4: Montu. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Montu is an amazing invert. Uh, what, what's, what's fascinating to me is, and again, everyone has a different favorites. My two favorite inverts are both Butch Gardens Inverse, mm-hmm. Alpengeist and Montu. I don't know why. It just, it is it's the way it is for me. I've been a lot of inverse and, uh, but Matsu is amazing. I love Matsu's layout. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if Matsu is your second favorite, why have you ridden Tiger so much? Why, how is that? Cause that, that usually has a longer line too, because it's only got one train.
2: Honestly, I don't even know. I know I did a lot of rides during the soft opening back in 2019. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe because it's probably because Itai works Honestly, and I have fun seeing him all the time. Yes. Um, but yeah, it just. Sprite it a lot, I guess.
4: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense too. Yeah. Etai is awesome. Here in our second season, Etai has joined our team. Uh, he's mm-hmm. one of the new associate producers. He's a great guy and uh, looking forward to him contributing. Yeah, I know. And and he's a good friend, too. He's amazing. Uh, Itai's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to go and see him and all that. Very cool. Very cool. Got a few more questions for you here. I think we're going to have some fun with these. What would you say has been your craziest moment ever on a coaster?
2: Craziest moment ever. Oh, boy. That's a good question. Got to think about that one for a second. (laughs) two of them i think one one was at uh iron guazi media day i won't forget this so it's funny i was sitting in row two there was a new anchor in front of us and we were going down it was a normal ride and then we go over the first outer bank turn and all you see is something from her shirt and we're like oh okay we didn't know what it was we come back and it ends up being the mic pack and it takes him like a good 45 minutes to find it that was very interesting
4: oh so Um, the wireless mic you're talking about like the the pack that it plugs into yeah
2: it it flew off her
4: yeah you know i i was there for media day and they they wired me up just like everyone else i've never had something like that happen on a coaster before or where they wired someone up with a wireless mic thought that was pretty interesting that they did that but interesting that they uh they so they actually it fell off it like fell and on the ground yeah, or something like that Luckily it didn't hit anybody. Wow. Mm-hmm. There there's yeah. something. I mean, guazi is I keep calling it quasi, iron quasi, is very intense at times, which I love. Yes. There's something about the perhaps it's the it's, you know, all the ejector and so forth, but Whatever it is, people's shirts start to come off on that ride. And yeah, it
2: happens to me all the time.
4: That was a, that. was definitely a unique moment for you with that mic pack coming off. You yeah. said there was another one as well that was kind of like the craziest moment.
2: The day Disney reopened officially after COVID, I don't remember the exact date. We were on Splash Mountain and we got like one of the last rides of the night. Got my first ever evac. It wasn't anything special. It was like at the very end, and they walked us out backstage. But I thought it was pretty cool, to be honest. Oh, that was your evac
4: yeah it's interesting a lot of people when we ask this question their evac their answer is an evac most of the evacs are at disney that they talk about it's it's, it's so yeah. interesting that you know so many evacs at disney but yeah interesting the next question was going to be your favorite coaster which is obviously iron bus let me ask you this you No, know, it's already uh you know made it obvious it's iron what was your previous favorite coaster before iron bus
2: this is a not very common one That's i don't okay. think at least but it's verboten at bush garden in Williamsburg
4: oh really okay yeah so let's Let's talk about that. Bolton is my favorite coaster at Williamsburg, Bush Gardens Williamsburg. I'm curious, though. I don't want to bias you. What what made it your favorite? What do you like about that ride?
2: So it was my first ever ride that had a uh, drop track, and I didn't know anything about it. So I was like, oh, right. okay. You know, I think I thought this was going to be mine. And then I get on it. I don't know if you've ever been on it or not. Oh, yeah, and- yeah. No,
4: said that's my favorite at that park. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, okay. And then... um, just out of nowhere, it just drops, and that drop is yep. forceful, and I really wasn't expecting it, and you get like a crazy amount of ejector from it, and it's just like, holy crap, man. It, it was crazy, and then it just launches you. So, I don't know. There's just yeah. something about that that I just love so much. Yeah, no, I
4: love that, too. Certainly, that's one of the things I love about that ride, and now that I've been on Hagrid so many times, because I had ridden Verbolton before Hagrid's, but it was like two years before Hagrid's opened, so now that I've been on Hagrid's special, I know what Hagrid's feels like. I've memorized. On the other end of the spectrum here, what would you say is your least favorite? Coaster, or your most hated quote coaster.
2: So this one I actually just became it recently. It's a mind blower over at Fun Spot. I don't know. There's just like I wrote it. Like I want to say like. A year and a half ago back, seemed fine to me. And then I went and wrote it again in January. And I don't know. It just beats you up, like, from head to toe. There's just something about it. It's just like, oh, my gosh. Interesting. I've been to Fun Spot Kissimmee. I've got
4: the pass for it. But it's been, like, well over a year since I've ridden Mind Blower. I liked it a year and a half ago. But everyone has been complaining about it later, lately. I'm like, oh, boy, I'm probably not going to like it anymore. But maybe they need to do, do some work on it, tracking, Maybe some train maintenance. But everyone's mm-hmm. been saying that. So, shade yeah, too, because it's got a fun layout. Kind of the one last main question that we always ask our guests you know, you understand what the mission of Coaster Challenge is. You've experienced some of this stuff for yourself firsthand, going through facing your fears and having this sort of like positivity, parks, team park therapy. Given the mission, what would you say? What advice would you give those that are listening?
2: I think really the biggest thing that I've really started to do and learn over the past few months is just like, really, just be yourself. Don't, don't think about what people have to say too much. If you start thinking about what people are saying, and you might like not be as happy, but once I started not really caring about what people are thinking and just living my best life, I've been super happy. You'll find who your real friends are and who the right people are to be around and you just you be living your best life. I love that advice. I love that advice.
4: I have felt, again, sort of that, what coasters and going to parks and just enjoying all this positivity can do. And like we talked about being more extroverted, both of us. I felt the same thing as what you just mentioned, where I don't care what people think. What I'm doing, I'm just doing it for myself. I'm not doing it to show off. I'm doing it for me because I'm living my best life. Like you said, I've made some major changes in my life. Just doing myself, doing, doing what I, what I want to do. You said living my best life. I love your advice there. And I think I would add on to that is don't care about what people think, like you said, and just live your passion. And yeah. who cares what people think about it because it's for, it's for you, it's not for them. Thank you'll you. Find awesome you'll find out you'll be 10 times happier doing that. Exactly, totally. Last thing to ask you here before we finish up, and feel free to share whatever you'd like in terms of social media, you know, the YouTube channel, website, um, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you'd like to share, how people can find you and follow you and talk to you.
2: Yeah, I really just, I mainly just use Instagram. It's just my name, uh, Tayden. I think it's dot Lang, really. That's just the main thing. I use Snapchat every now and then, but really, if you want to contact me, it's really just mainly on Instagram. Awesome. And you spell your last name L-A-I-N-G,
4: right? Correct. Right. Just in case people already exist, There's different ways to spell that. Awesome. All right. Well, Titan, well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today and I am ex- I'm so excited you have this new amazing number one in your home park and just go continue to enjoy it, rack up those rides. Maybe, Hey, you can surpass and maybe even Kalen, you know,
2: over the summer years, so just enjoy. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for having me. I had a great time today awesome awesome thank
0: you thank you andrew thank you Taton. that was a really awesome interview jen that it was he's very lucky to make his home park is bush gardens tampa man he gets to enjoy iron guazi on a daily basis
3: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like somebody else that likes to make his theme park trip to universal we won't mention any names though
0: <laughs> oh, yes yeah, so we you know a certain somebody who lives five minutes from universal and just loves getting on Velocicoaster coaster on a daily basis Lucky, lucky, lucky. That's all I can say about that. (laughs) Right. You know, you know who we're talking about and those that don't you can always look back at our further episodes from season one and you'll know what we're talking about (laughs) well guys i hope you guys had a wonderful month of june can't believe june's already coming to an end hope you guys are having a blast out there july is around the corner and fourth of july is nearby i hope you guys have big plans to celebrate the fourth of july either at a theme park or at your home or at a park hope you guys fire up those grills and cook up some good food and just enjoy time with family and friends that's very very important. But in the meantime, so Bradley, how can they find us on social media if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to see more of us, we upload every Friday and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube all at Coaster Challenge. Links are in the description below. Thanks for joining us here today. Thank you, Bradley. Yes, guys, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast network. We really appreciate if you give us a thumbs up and a review. It would mean a lot to all of us here on the podcast. And also, don't forget to visit our website at www.coasterchallengeusa.com. Click on the store. We got brand new merchandise out this season with new designs, new colors, new products, and anything purchased, the proceeds are donated to a local charity At the end of every year We hope you guys will buy some of our shirts Our hats Be able to represent us at the parks We would really appreciate that In fact, if you happen to be Wearing a Coaster Challenge shirt And happen to be at a park Feel free to take a picture At your favorite coaster site Or a favorite spot at any park And send it us on Instagram At Coaster Challenge USA And we would be happy to post it on social media Make sure to do that guys And also we may actually put you a picture in a drawing And then once we have so many we will do a drawing and we'll winner could possibly win up to hundred dollars so we'll see what happens but in the meantime guys this is david Cantu.
2: this is jenna gazelle
0: we'll see you all next week right here on coaster challenge